Welcome in to the Get Your Happy On Hour, featuring former Husker receiver Ricky Simmons. Stone Hour, I'm your host, Ricky C. Simmons, on 93.7 The Ticket. I just want to say, first of all, man, I'm in a pretty good mood tonight. I got to give a big shout-out to Empire Fencing in Waverly, Nebraska. Matt Warner and his team is doing a great job out there helping people, man, and just being good people. You know, I'm real. I'm a real big stickler for good people. And I'll be real honest with you. Tonight, I have a guest that's, man, is the classic example of, of a good person. I want everybody to listen up real closely tonight because I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised at this story that uh, my guest is going to show. Roberta Bell, are you with me tonight? Yes. How you doing, Rick? What's going on with the young lady? Oh, I'm blessed. Blessed, <laughs> blessed with and stress. Well, that's good enough. That's good enough. Well, Roberta, first of all, I want to say thank you for for, for just being a, able and what's, what's the right word? For being willing. Willing. Thank you there. Thank you, young man, being willing to be on the show. And you coming in from Vicksburg, Mississippi, is that right? Yes, I am. And thank you for having me. Okay, well, you're welcome. Well, I'm going to jump right in and just ask the first question I have for you is where Where are you really? Are you from Vicksburg or is that just where you live now? Yes. So you, I am originally from Vicksburg, Mississippi, born and raised. What? Mississippi in the house? <laughs> Well, I got to be honest with you. I'm, I, 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 I was a little nervous because last week we had, you know, we had some technical issues, and I just didn't want to. Uh, that's why I reached out to you earlier to make sure that we got you on. And and my my little brother was on was on hold in case I needed him. <laughs> big shout out to you he's a yeah big shout out to Marcus Dupree because uh he was he was on he was on standby he told me just just call me if you need me big brother and I I really appreciate that I want to show Marcus some love as well but I'm gonna have to have Marcus back on again at some point real soon now growing up in Vicksburg what uh so after high school you went to high school there too I assume right Yes, I'm. Uh, I went from kindergarten all the way up to high school. Okay, now what did you do after high school? After I got out of high school, I got me a job. Okay, and uh, and what job was that? I'm just curious. Uh, well, the first job I had, I was working in a restaurant. Okay. Okay, kind of. I'm kind of losing you a little bit. It's her connection. Oh, her connection? Okay. Uh, well, we'll do the best we can. Uh, say that again Thanks. now. You say you started out using a restaurant. Is that correct? I started, yes. I started out working in a restaurant. Okay. As a dishwasher and a waitress. Wow. So you just, right out of high school, you just went to work. You, I went to work. Okay. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. You worked in this restaurant. And you did, I'm assuming you were doing what you had to do. But at some point, things turned around and you got a different job. Is that correct? 
Exactly. Yes. Okay. I after uh, going into uh, finishing uh, working in the restaurant, I went from the restaurant to the factories. Okay. And from the factories, I went to corrections. Okay. Now I, I was you know, I did a little research on you, and when you went to working for you was working as a a guard for a female prison. And you were actually yes. doing that in Louisiana, is that correct? Exactly. So how yes. far how far is that that place from from where you live? It's about maybe a twenty five minute drive. Oh, okay. So you you're real close to the Louisiana border, right across the river. Oh, okay, okay. Because I, when I saw that, I was like, wait a minute, she lived in Mississippi, but she was a guard in in Louisiana. I'm like, man, she's dedicated. <laughs> She yeah, Tallulah, Louisiana. <laughs> it's about twenty minutes from Vicksburg. Okay, okay. Now, what was the name of the town where the where, where you were a guard? Tallulah. Tallulah, Louisiana. Okay. Now, now, how long did you work there? Well, I was an officer for three and a half years. For three and a half years. Yes. Wow. So, so I mean, what drew you to that? Well, um, Mar- um, Ricky, uh, I was in, in Jackson. Okay. Uh, and I was working in the juvenile because, uh, it was during the recession where all of the factories was either moving or shutting down. Okay. Okay. So I had gotten laid off and I had to find some work cause I was single and, you know, I had to pay my bills. I got you. And my daughter was staying in Jackson, and uh, she started working at this uh, juvenile center, and they were doing hiring there. So I went and I stayed with her for a while. I moved from Vicksburg to Jackson to work in the uh, uh, juvenile system. Okay. And after the juvenile system my mother and my father got sick. So I had to come back home to help my baby sister take care of my mom and dad. Okay. I got and, you. And that's how I ended up across the bridge to find a job closer to home. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yes. So now at this, the one that you worked at, uh, right across the bridge, you was actually there. You say what? Three years. Three and a half years. No, I mean, was that something that you was really, did you really enjoy that? Or is that just something that you was doing just to, to make a living? No, I, I really enjoyed it once I got there because I knew that um, I could be an example for women, a, a positive role model for women to um, to uplift women who are oppressed or 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 depressed, and um, I think that was my calling in the ministry. I got and you. so yeah, so I was kind of excited about going there because I wanted to do God's will. I got you. I understand. Well, you know, I guess my next question is: working in that type of environment as a guard. You know, you call it, I'm sure you, at first, you might have caught some kind of flack because inmates aren't always friendly. 
No, they're not. And and believe me, I questioned myself when I first got it. Out of all of my 50-some years, I'd never seen. Right, And right. so, you know, I had, I questioned myself and I said, Lord, what is, <laughs> where, <laughs> you got to have me here for a reason, but, you know, you, you, once you get there, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, you're breaking up really bad. I think we just, I don't know if it's your connection, but, uh, I, I want everybody to hear what you're saying. Uh, can you can you say that again? Now you said you was having you was questioning being. Yeah, I, I kind of questioned myself because I've seen some things that I've never seen in my life. I got you. You know, with the women, and I was wondering, and I would ask myself, Lord, you got me here for a reason, but Lord, I thought I was just. Oh my God, some things, you know. Okay, are you, are you still with me? We I'm might. still here. Okay, okay, what were you saying? Hold on, for, hold, hold on for a second, Rebecca, Roberta. We could have her just call in on phone instead because okay. then we'd get better audio. Okay. I think uh, it's her internet connection. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Well... We could finish this segment out if you want. Yeah, let's try to finish this segment. And maybe we might have to have you call in because we're, we're, the reception okay. is really bad. Uh, if we do have her call in, we lose her on the on the camera, right? Yeah, we wouldn't have her video, but it yeah. rather have her have rather have them hear her. Yes, yeah. I agree. I agree. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna we after we finish after we go to go to break, uh, we'll probably I'll give I'll call you and have you give you a number. To call in, okay. and that way okay. we'll have your audio because you keep breaking up, and, and I think your story is too valuable for people okay. to get every third or fourth word. We that, could go okay. to break right now. If okay, you to. matter of fact, let's just take a quick break, and then we'll All get right. you, we'll get you on audio, get your audio in. So I'll call you and give you a number. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Hey, don't y'all go anywhere, man. This is a very big story, and I want to take a quick break. 93.7 the ticket to get you happy on hour. We'll be right back. Back to the Get Your Happy on Hour, featuring former Husker receiver Ricky Simmons. Hey, like, like. Hey, we back. 93.7 the tickets to get you happy on hour. We're having some technical difficulties, but we're working through them. Uh, Roberta, you still with me? Hello. Can you hear me? Now I can. Now I can. Okay. Well, we're gonna do the best we can, Roberto. I mean, we, we, our connection doesn't seem to be working very well, and I was gonna try to call in and and have at least get your audio if we couldn't see you, but we're gonna try to make the best of it. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh. Well, since we're having these difficulties, I want to get to the story, if that's okay. Okay. So now <laughs> you was working at this prison for three years. And, yes. and uh, if I remember correctly, you were taking care of grandkids in right. the pro- process, and something happened at your job that uh, I'll let you tell. What happened at your job that that cost you that? Well, um, I was uh, working at work one day, and I was standing on the walk 
monitoring the walk with the inmates. And one of the girls come up and asked me, would I be considerate of taking uh, a friend of hers child to keep the baby from going to CPS? And I told her, well, your friend going to have to come and talk to me herself. Okay. And, so and that's this how was they a, got kicked This off. was an inmate, right? Yes, they were both inmates. Okay. But they were trying to find someone to get the baby because she had no one to get the baby that would give the baby back to her. And she didn't want to lose him. So, in other words, she was due to have the baby before her release date. So, right. So, uh, and if I understood correctly, it was like two months before she was going to be released, she was due to give birth. Exactly. And the baby would have probably went into the system. Exactly. Okay. Yes. And so they asked you to help. And, and so what did you do after they asked you? Well, I told them that I was going to have to talk with the major, which is my supervisor. Okay. And I went to talk with the major and uh, he told me he would uh, get with the owner of the uh, facility and he would get back with me. Okay. So I confronted him a couple of times to see if he had talked to the owner and he said, not yet. And then after that, you know, weeks went by, months went by and it was time for her to deliver and he still hadn't got back with me yet. So at that time she had to give information of who was going to come get the baby. And so I ended up giving her my information so I could go and pick the baby up for her. Okay. And the word got back to the major and he called me in the office and uh, they went down to her room and shook her room down and found the information that she had to give to the hospital and uh, called me in the office. Called you in the office to do what? Yep. He called me in the office and he told me that he had found my information. Uh, did I know anything about that? And I told him, yeah. I say, uh, I gave her that information to give to the hospital so I could pick the baby up. Okay. And he said, well, uh, you know, that's a conflict of interest. And I told him, I said, well, you know, I got a work to do for God. I say, and when I came here, I told God that I would work for him. And so uh, he said, well, let me ask you this. He said, are you still going to go through with it? And I said, if the hospital called me to come get that baby, I'm going to get that baby. And he said, well, I'm going to have to terminate you then. So they fired so you. Had, he fired me right there on the spot. Wow. All because you were trying to do something to help someone else. Yes, all because I was just trying to save the baby's life. Yeah, and keeping the baby from going into a, a system that a, a where system she, she may life. never find her baby. Right, exactly. Wow. And you lost your job. Yes, I lost my job, uh, Ricky, and I tell you, when I lost my job, and it's still a little um, emotional when I talk about it, but God provided because I didn't have, I wasn't, I was barely able to take care of myself. Gotcha. So I was at a point to where I just had to trust God. 
And when I tell you God stepped in, he stepped in. And when he stepped in, he stepped in. No. So um, people from all over the United States sent gifts. They uh, off of Amazon. We had so much. I did not even have to buy a, 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 a sack of diapers. Wow. Uh, and then he still had diapers left three for three months after he had left, you know, and went home with his mom. So the people just went out of the way to help you out. Took care of, yeah. They took care of us. Well, well, let me ask you this now. So what, I'm trying to make sure I get this right. You got fired and you went home and then, how long after you was you you was fired that you actually had to you got the call to come pick up the baby? Well, when I got fired, it was about a week. A week later, um, they called and told me that uh, I could come pick the baby up, and so I told them I said okay. Uh, so I went and I got a baby a baby seat. And got him some outfits and some little t-shirts and stuff, you mm-hmm. know, stuff that a baby come home on. Right. And uh, me and my grandson and his girlfriend went and picked the baby up. Wow. Well, I'm going to say this before we go any further. Just the fact that you was willing to sacrifice your job and still keep your word to that inmate that right. gave birth. To me, that 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 that's special. I mean, yes. a lot of people wouldn't have done that because, first of all, it wasn't their kid, you know. And you, I mean, you yes. went above and beyond. So I just got to say, man, I'm, I'm, I don't know you, but I'm proud to say now that I do know you because Thank those, you. those are the type of things that go. They, they don't get the attention that yes. you know that, that I feel they deserve. Now, right. now, I know you took care of this baby for a couple of months, and then the lady was released, right? The mother? Right. Um, I took care of him for two and a half months. Two and a half months. And when she got out, my sister, my sister went and picked her up from the prison. Okay. And uh, brought her here. She came straight here and, and, and got her baby. Wow. She stayed with me a couple of days, and then I took her home. I got you. I got you. But here's something else I want to make sure I get out there, too. I, I If I did my research right, CBS got involved some kind of way. Is that, that correct? Yes. Um, yes. What, and this was like months, months after, you know, everything had went, you know, was over with. And I was back there in my bedroom. I was reading my word. Okay. And the telephone rung, and it was a strange number. So I answered it, and it was David uh, Bagnar from CBS Morning News. Wow. And he said, I come across your story. I got to have an interview. Would you please have an interview with me? And I said, "Uh, well, yeah, you know, of course. And uh, so that's how CBS gotten it. And at that time, he was in Japan. Okay. He called me from Japan. Wow. Okay. 
Wow. <laughs> that had to catch you off guard. But you know what? I actually watched that interview and it was very, very good. I mean, just, I mean, you're talking about tugging on heartstrings. That yes. story was tugging on heartstrings. I mean, I, I don't know you, and I. But when I saw that story, I felt like I knew you because I mean, that's yes. a good person. Only a good person would do that. Now, yes. when you when you did after you did that interview or during that interview, actually, I noticed that you had another project that you're working on. Um, <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> see, I'm, I'm all over it. I mean, I don't know Ricky. you, but <laughs> Ricky, I have eight grandkids. Okay. And at that time, my daughter was going through some uh, hard times in Texas with her apartment, and she had to end up, she was working out there in Texas. Okay. And at that time, she was having problems with her housing. So it was time for the kids to start school. So I told her, she asked me if they could come and stay with me and do school until she get her place situated and get them fat you know uh straight and at that time i told her yes i say you know they have no other choice but to come here so during that time i had my five grandkids here taking care of them wow but you know not i mean you you got so many things going on here i mean and and you still have the I mean, just the fact that you was willing to... to, to yeah, take... but Ricky, let me tell you, it's just God. It's, 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 you know that scripture that says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Right. It was just God in me. I, I promise you, I could not do it. I could not do it. I could not. It was all God. And I give God praise and honor for that because he took care of us all. Well, the reason why I'm, I'm where I'm going with this, I, I got to say this because I, I know you, uh, in that interview, it says somehow you, you received a large donation as well, financial. Yes. Donation. People sent money. Well, I my daughter, what she did, because I didn't have a job. And I still had bills and stuff to pay. My daughter organized a GoFundMe. Okay. And when I tell you people donated to support me and that baby, they donated to support me and that baby. Wow. And I thank God for that. Because if you don't mind, what what did you raise? At you well, at that time, it was like $90,000. It was a little over $90,000. Wow. And now it's at uh, about one twenty-one. dollars you know, that's, all that's, together. That's a, yeah, that's a blessing. But, you know, not only did they, did they come through for you with the baby, I see where you took on another project. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's called the Serenity House. Yes, uh, when David came down, um, he wanted to see what I was doing with the donation money that uh, was given to me. Okay. And I had uh, a friend of mine had a double wide mobile home that she wasn't using. And so I asked her if I could use it for a foundation to start the women's center, uh, the Serenity Center. And she told me yes. And so 
we had to go in there and we had to redo the whole trailer, basically. I got you. So we're we're still working on that, and we're about uh, almost halfway in the back of the trailer, finishing up. Uh, now, what is that tra- again? What is that trailer going to be used for? It's going to be used for women. It's it's going to be used for women coming out of prison uh, that need somewhere to go, doesn't have anywhere to go. Gotcha. We're going to house them as a residential housing. We're going to take them and we're going to uh, train them how to go on interviews. We're going to supply them with transportation to work once they get on a job and we'll pick them up from work. So that way you're basically giving them a, 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 a chance, an opportunity chance. To, to, to help exactly. themselves. And that's right. that's very important, you know. And reason why I say it's important because a lot of times when people uh, get out of prison, there's not a lot of uh, resources, right? You know, and it, and then when you know desperate times calls for desperate measures. So when people yes. start, you know, running low on funds and 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 they go into desperation, or I, or I call it survival mode. They do things mm-hmm. that they, you know, that they used to doing. And those are usually the things right. that sent them to prison in the first place. Exactly. And that's what we want to try to narrow down some mm-hmm. to keep them from being repeated offenders. Right. Well, and, you, uh, I got to say yeah. this while I'm thinking about it, Roberta. I mean, the fact that you, I mean, I'm just sitting here and I'm, I'm playing this tape in my head. And I'm thinking, man, she lost her job trying to help someone else. Then after she loses her job, she takes on the responsibilities of, of going to get a baby that has no ties to her. And then you take care of this baby for a couple of months until her mom is free. And then you didn't stop there. You went and, and, and started this serenity house. To- yes, that's, that was my passion once I got there at the prison and seeing the need of the women, especially the ones that was really sincere mm-hmm. about changing their lives. Right. You know, and I wanted to, my heart just went out to them because so many of them would cry and be scared to go home because they knew they didn't have any people or their relatives uh, wasn't supportive enough. And they were afraid that they were going to, you know, end back up out in the streets right. doing what they were doing that got them there. And so getting the Serenity Center together would kind of help avoid a lot of that. Well, at least give them a chance. Yeah, it'll yeah. give them a chance. Yeah. The ones that really want a chance, it'll give them a chance. Right. And the ones that don't, they're going to do what they do anyway. They're going to do what they want to do anyway. Yeah, you know, and see, and I, I can relate to that story because I understand getting out of prison. I, I I've I've done that, and so I, yes. I I get it. And the thing is, just to, you know, a lot of times I'll be I'll be honest with people. A lot of people don't realize when you've been to prison. Yes, you done something to get there. Not making no excuses for that. But what I'm saying is, sometimes people actually do change. And yes, I can actually do. I can say for myself, I know I'm one of those that changed. And my yes. thing is. When you change, unfortunately, no one knows you've changed but you. So, therefore, mm-hmm. you have no credibility. Right. Yeah, nobody nobody don't believe in you. 
So that's right. And and then the, the the opportunities are very limited because of the fact that you've been in prison. So exactly. It, you know, just you know, I mean, I think it's important what you're doing is what I'm trying yes. to say in a nice way. I I want to I want to support what you're doing, and that's why I asked you to be on the show because thank you. I think thank you. I just think it's important that people understand that you know everybody that go to prison ain't. Ain't, it's not bad. Yeah, right. They're not, you they're know, not, you know. They're not bad. A lot of them just at, in the in the wrong place at the wrong time. Correct. And Louisiana has a, a, self, a no self-defense law. So a, a lot of those girls are, are very intelligent women that was trying to protect themselves because they was in abusive relationships. Right, right. And see, and that, and unfortunately, the, the system, you know, it, I, I'm not making excuses. I'm just trying to be real with you. I understand, and I don't really know if anybody else can really relate to what I'm about to say, but when you're not a bad person and you're not given another chance, I mean, you're basically asking people to stay there or to continue yeah. the, the cycle of recidivism. Mm-hmm. that's what I see and I mean I've been out for over 14 years mm-hmm. so I'm living proof that what you're doing will help mm-hmm. yes you know yes. you just you know you got to do your due diligence and make sure you yes. screen the ladies and make sure that you know right. that the ladies yes. are for real because you, right. you know, one thing about it you, you know some of them are really good at being uh, deceptive exactly you yes know, so you have but to be careful with that you, Right. And I'm aware of that uh, from working at the prison. Mm-hmm. So it will be a all around security person there that's going to uh, be there, you know, on on all shifts. Right. Right. Once we get up, I mean, you know, it's, it's not going to be nothing that where they can enjoy. It's going to be just business and they're going to have to take care of business. Right. If they want, if they want to get back into society mm-hmm. and be able to live in society, they've got to take care of their business. Yes. That's very important. You know, and, and, yes. I, and I can tell that you're already highly motivated to make sure that that's exactly what they do. That's they, exactly. Oh, oh, and yeah. they know that I've, I wish you could talk to some of them women over there. <laughs> they, they already know that if, I, if I'm going to the Serenity Center, I better be on top of my game because Roberta yes. not playing. Yes. And, you know, and and I'm, I'm telling you, so many of them, uh, so many of them is ready to come because they know that I'm going to really push them to doing what's, what is right and what's good for them. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm going to say this. I want you to make sure that you do one thing for me is you okay. keep putting God first. Exactly. And, and keep doing what you're doing. I just think that's very important. Yes. Roberta, don't go nowhere. We're going to take another quick break on 93.7 The Ticket to get you happy on hour. We'll be right back. Back. To the Get Your Happy On Hour, featuring former Husker receiver Ricky Simmons. And we're back. Before we get back to Roberto, I just got to say a big shout out to Kim Kelly out there in Las Vegas. Appreciate you tuning in. My little brother Brett down in Tulsa. 
Man, I think Odious Lee and who else we got out there that's watching uh, Ben? Yeah, Marilyn said she's enjoying the show from Georgia. Okay, Marilyn, I appreciate the love. And then, yeah, Carla was messaging on Facebook. Man, Carla is in Poland. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. That's big. I got people all over the globe. Yeah, then uh, then there's actually two Carlas. Carla and Walker. And Carla then, Walker, right. Yeah. That's, that, hey, that's, and then Odious. Odious, okay. Carla Walker, I appreciate you. You know I appreciate you. Thank you very much. And my big brother Odious, man, he blessed me with the new Under Armour tennis shoes. I'm scared to wear them, man, because they look too nice to get dirty. So I'm waiting on the perfect time to wear them. But thank you, big brother. Back to Roberta. I want you to know you're getting a lot of love online. And thank you. Thank yeah, you I'm, so much. Yeah, but no, you earned it. I mean, did nobody get that to you? You earned that. And I want you to know that. And I want you to know that from me. You earned with all this support that you're getting. And before, we got a little time left, but not much. But I, I do want to, I want everybody to know that Roberta Bell on Facebook, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, y'all can, send, yeah y'all can send her a personal message, man. That's how me and her met on a personal message and, when I first got the message, I was like, I read it, and I'm thinking, nah. But then I, I did my research and saw where we had a mutual friend, and it was Marcus Dupree. <laughs> so that that prompted me to do a little more research, and I am so glad that I did because I really believe your story needs to be told, and I, and I, I really appreciate the fact that you're willing to share your story because – a lot of times when things happen like that, people want to keep that to themselves. But yes. but you, you, I mean, you stepped up. And like I said, I don't know you, but I'm proud to say that I do know you now. Amen. Praise God. Now, I got, I got another question for you. Mm-hmm. With all the stuff you got going on in your life, I mean, you got the taking care of the grandkids, you know, now, are you able to work now? Do you have a job or is it the Serenity Center? Is that your full-time thing or what are you doing now? Yes, I'm still working. Uh, I have a job at working at a uh, can factory where we uh, produce, we uh, manufacture uh, Coca-Cola products. Okay. And I work as a machine operator there. Okay. okay. Until I get the Serenity Center up and running. Okay. Well, that's... Then I'll, I'll come off and I'll start running my business. Okay. Okay. Well, I just want, you know, now that, now that we know each other, I would really appreciate it if you stayed in touch with me because... I think at some point maybe we can do some things together to help those young ladies once they get in. Exactly. Once you get that center up and running, I appreciate. Yeah, that. I might have to make a special trip to to the big city of Vicksburg, Mississippi. Vicksburg, come on, baby, <laughs> we, we, we'd be glad. To, we'd be glad to have you. Well, you know, I, that's what I do. I like to travel around and try and help people the same as you. I think that was a commonality yeah. between us because. Your story just got my undivided attention. I have another question before we get out of here. I got to ask. I got to ask this. I know you do a lot of things. I get that. But I want to know when you do have some downtime, the name of the show is to get you happy on hour. What does (laughs) Roberta do or how does Roberta get her happy on? 
I praise God. Okay. All I right. I go and I praise God on every Sunday. I go and I praise God. That's what I do. Well, that, you know, and and, and and that is so heartwarming to me. Well, you know I'm, what? I'm, I'm happy with that. That's 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 enough. That's enough. Yes. You know, I always encourage people to do something that they enjoy doing because yes. life is too unpredictable not to, and it's also it's not guaranteed. So right. I think every day you should spend as much time as you can doing what you enjoy because yes, that's just exactly. this thing called life. And it's like I said, it doesn't come with contracts and guarantees. That's right. But you're doing you're doing God's work, and I just want you to know that it's. It's appreciated. Now, it doesn't get the attention that negativity does, but you know what? We're not trying to we're not trying to focus on negativity. Negativity Amen. is getting enough attention without our help. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> So, I, is there anything you'd like to say to people before we get ready to get out of here? I just want to say um put your heart in God's care. And know that whatever you do that is right from the heart, God going to take care of you. If any problem that you have, just surrender and give it to God. And you're going to be okay. Anything that you need, he can supply it. I, I, I'm a living witness to that. It don't come when we want it to come, but when it come, it's right on time. And he's an on-time God. I totally agree with you. And I just want to, again, I want to thank you. I mean, uh, from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you for reaching out to You're me. Welcome. And I, I'm really honored that you was willing to come on to the show because I just, I just thank think your you. show need, I mean, your story needs to be told. And yes. and we're not done. We're just we just getting started here. So yeah, this is just the first start of it. <laughs> yes, yeah. And you also you've been approached by a couple of people by potential movie opportunities, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I have. Uh, so I'm looking into that right now. Um, I've had several uh, calls. I, I I thank God for that. Okay. Okay. Well, like I said, whenever those opportunities come, you got to take a serious look at them because, yes, I mean, if you don't take advantage of them when they do come, then that's kind of on you. You know what yes. I mean? But right. but I believe that you have you have earned the right to have a break, and you, I mean, you're going to get some more breaks. I mean, you, it's just yes. getting started because. I'm still sitting here thinking of just over this interview. I'm just, I'm still running this back in my head thinking, and this lady lost her job to try to help an inmate save her baby from going into the system. I mean, just that alone, not all, you know, yes. I mean, and then, then on top of that, then you still took care of the baby for two months and I'm just summarizing it, but man, who does that? I mean, People don't. People aren't that nice no more, and for you to do that is just—it blows my mind. I mean, I'm I'm extremely proud that 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 you did that because that baby could be in a system right now, and you never, never could find that baby, and you did yes. that for that lady, and you kept that baby safe until she got out. 
Yes. Man, God bless you. Thank you. Yeah, I just want you to, I just, man, you need to know that. Because I know for a fact, doing good deeds don't always get the attention that it should. And I just want to make sure that before this show ends tonight, you get the the attention that you deserve. Thank you. You're very welcome, young lady. Now, I want everybody to understand something. Good people. That's what I started to show off with. Good people. And for those of you who are listening, good people are very rare. So when you are fortunate enough to cross paths with good people, you hold on to them. Because if you don't, you'll wish you had. Because there's a lot of people out here with agendas. And they're not good agendas. You know, people, a lot of people see good people as an opportunity to take advantage of them. But sometimes there really are good people out here that do things from their heart that don't have a hidden agenda. And and I, you know, and this is what I see from you, Roberta. I don't see a hidden agenda. All I see is a person that cares. And, yes. and their actions is speaking louder than anything. Yes, and love, and love, love for people. That's very important. Man, this show has really, really got me thinking. So I, again, I want to thank you. And we're going to wrap this show up the same way I always wrap my show up. Every day you bless the saint. It's just another day in paradise. And no matter what, you got to get your happy yo. Thank y'all for tuning in. We'll see you next Sunday.